Don't think healthcare professionals have any business experience? Think again. No topic is off limits as we share tales from our brave hosts who will always tell it like it is. We are hashtag no filter healthcare. Here to guide you through your healthcare journey are your hosts, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. We want to thank our sponsor, Uptime Health, the leading healthcare equipment and compliance management software company for bringing this podcast to fruition. Visit UptimeHealth.com to learn more. Let's get started. Welcome to hashtag no filter healthcare. I'm your co-host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda, and today we have guest speaker Amy Vale davis who is the manager of special markets at Centrix. Welcome to the podcast, Amy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we are so happy to have you join today's episode. Um, Amy and I actually just got back from the California Dental Association Conference, um, and it was a great crowd of people. It was actually my first time attending, so you know we had a wonderful time. And and what's funny is Amy and I actually met um, at a dental conference um, back in March, the Women in DSO conference. And that's what I love about these events is that we are always meeting new, inspiring people that are changing the dental industry. And so, Amy, I'm really excited to have you on and tell our listeners how you got your start in dentistry and just about your role with Centrix. So I started in dentistry in 1999 as a dental assistant. And then I knew that I said, oh, well, I saw the other hygienists in the practice. I said, oh, I want to do that, make a little bit more money, right? And uh, so I went on to hygiene school, graduated there in 2004. And let's see, uh, I got a master's degree in 2011 because I wanted to teach at the college, right? So that didn't work out too well because then I you know was having my children and uh, <laughs> so I uh, then I found Centrix a few years later and I was a territory rep for four and a half years and then since the DSO space is we know is expanding we're going more towards the medical model uh, I was already you know doing that as a territory rep I was really focused heavily on the DSOs and so then they said well you're the perfect uh, candidate so then they made me manager of the dso department which it's very new right and you do a lot of educating in your role as well i do i love to educate um even you know if people don't want to listen but i will they usually do <laughs> want to listen but yeah i love to talk about um especially caries prevention prevention in general um, and then I want to move over more into the oral systemic link in healthcare, you know, for patients, because it's just so important. So I'm currently doing my certification as an oral health, uh, oral systemic educator. Amazing. Well, you know, just to kind of follow that, um, as an educator in the dental space, I'm sure it can be difficult to switch between discussing preventative dental maintenance um, with an experienced dental professional and then a student. So how do you how do you make sure that your messaging properly shifts knowing that both parties are kind of in that different timeline in their careers? Sure. You know, this happened last week to me, actually. I was given the opportunity to go into a community college to talk with the dental assisting students. And some of the students has, had only been there, you know, for two days. So instead of discussing, you know, a hemostatic agent, uh, I called it a blood stopping material instead of the technical term. 
Um, I think I'm lucky to, to do that too because mainly from being a mom of four boys and having to use terms that they, you know, understand. So if you think I'm passionate about my teeth in the field, <laughs> you should see I'm even more so with my children's teeth. So, but I have to explain to them in, you know, non-dental or layman's terms so they get it. Uh, I also include in my prevention course as a way to talk to patients so that they can, you know, understand it. <clears throat> so we uh, dental professionals, we really should be discussing um, dentistry in a way that the patients can understand because really the patients, they don't understand dentistry and that's okay. So <clears throat> on the other hand though, I do love to change into my self-proclaimed dental nerd uh, status and start jamming out with my clinical dental speak to, you know, assistants and hygienists and uh, dentists. Uh, in fact, I was in Long Island on Monday um, at a dental school uh, at the endodontic department and, you know, we talked the dental talk with them. I loved it. But uh, one thing I always make sure of is that I know my audience to ensure a smooth delivery um, on all levels of dentistry. Yeah, and I love that you touched on how you're also educating them how to speak to the patients as well. And, you know, I, I love when my dentist can explain things to me because I don't come from dental. So um, I need that education sometimes because I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> so it's important as well. Yeah, so for, for that hashtag no filter moment, you know, we always have one. Um, can you tell us what you think is the most common mistake dental offices can make when it comes to preventative care? And, and at the same time, how do you translate that information to dental students so that they can avoid making that mistake? As a dental hygienist, I'm, you know, always passionate about prevention. So I don't like saying that people are making mistakes. I'd rather just say that they need education, right? Um, I'm a lifelong learner and I try to learn something new every day. Therefore, I, like I said, I love to pass that dental knowledge um, to anybody that will listen, whether they want to or not. Um, if I hear somebody that, you know, maybe they had a cavity at one of my kids' base basketball games, I'll go up to the person and said, did you know that cavities are preventable? And, and I happily teach them about fluoride. Again, whether they want to or not. So anyway, um, <clears throat> most people are super grateful that I share this information. And I really do believe in the caries risk assessment and using that for each and every patient. Um, this topic is really trending in the dental industry right now today. But I want to say kudos to everybody that is using that caries uh, risk assessment daily on patients because caries or cavities, um, that's the number one global uh, disease burden right now, and it's preventable. So I believe we can be the change agent one office at a time. Um, and when I was doing uh, direct patient care, I would be so excited after I you know, did a deep cleaning, the patients would come back and their uh, gums would be healthier, right? Um, but now I'm so happy that I talked to the offices that implemented the prevention program and I see it working for them after taking the CE course. Um, as for dental students, if we don't connect with them while they're in school, well, then I'm going to do it and gauge them when they graduate, right? So, as I said, prevention is a really hot topic in dentistry right now. So, um, I see the, the trend more and more with offices implementing the risk assessment form. So, I'm sure that it's heavily focused on in the schools already. 
So it is when they move into a maybe a private practice as an associate or my favorite, the DSO space, and things are just done differently there. So being able to provide that education again that to include the whole staff is so beneficial in the caries prevention. Do you ever find that it's like a light bulb moment, right, when you're talking to dental professionals, or do you ever get that, you know, pushback, um, or is it kind of a mix of both? So my approach is pretty simple to seek out those that will benefit from caries prevention education and connecting with each and every one. As for pushback, we dental professionals are an inquisitive bunch. So I've had questions from staff members all the time. Um, I welcome the challenges because we really are a pretty smart bunch. So <clears throat> also because I'm usually in... Um, an office setting, I can make my presentation really interactive by allowing them to ask questions um, and comments during the course. And I try my best to answer all questions, you know, with my 20 plus years of experience in the dental field. However, we do typically keep the course under an hour, so there isn't much time for a longer discussion or pushback <laughs> um, if the conversation kind of goes awry. But really, that really, it, it never happens. It is uh, typically like you know, they're like, oh, okay, this is really a good program to implement. So, and I always offer my availability to uh, those, you know, after via phone or via email. And my wonderful company absolutely supports me with excellent marketing materials, training, and a trust as well. So I more often, like I said, have the light bulb uh, moment with the staff and really most people just want to help their patients achieve that optimal oral health. Hey, I love that uh, good marketing. That makes us uh, feel really good, too. Uh, we're, we're big on the marketing side, so it's good to hear that you guys have a, a good team uh, behind you. Very so, strong. Um, one of the really interesting topics that we continuously bring up, but, um, you know, it's the pandemic, right? I, I hate talking about it because nobody wants to talk about it anymore, but... Do you feel that that kind of shifted your education model? You know, I know that you have like a virtual platform, you know, education side, and then you also have the in-person course. Do you think that, you know, dental professionals are now more excited about meeting in person? Or do you think that's really, you know, it hasn't really shifted that education experience much? So I really don't have uh, that many issues scheduling the course, whether it's, you know, in person or Zoom. Um, this is one of the positives that came out of the pandemic. So now we know education can reach the farthest places with the virtual learning. I love that. And also all of the online food ordering and delivering options are amazing. So I can send lunch to an office in Los Angeles one day and to Miami the next day. You know, it's, it's wonderful. So most dental professionals, we love education and will accept any platform, especially when lunch is included, right? So personally, I love delivering um, the course both ways, especially, you know, when it's indicated, you know, if you're off into like, you know, all the, the, the way far away up in Maine, right? You know, I, you, can, you can do that learning for them. I do have to say, though, it is much more exciting as a rep to go out and about, you know, to offices, especially with another sales rep. Um, I had a lovely day on the ferry. We went to Long Island on Monday with my coworker, who also happens to be a good friend. So it was, it, it was nice. But sometimes 
you however you will get that office that confirms and then <clears throat> not sure if they forget even though you know the day before it was a go um, but in any case when you're doing an online course and the office doesn't show up but lunch does you know it's a bit nerve-wracking um, when the office is in say Wisconsin right um, if I was out on the road, then I can just, you know, go and peek in. Are you guys, are, are you guys there? Right? <laughs> so on the other hand, I love being able to connect and, and, and both, both ways are, um, both ways are pretty popular, but the in-person events, I'm so glad they're back. And I know we are too. We're, we're super excited. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone's so happy to finally be back in person and um, you know, actually getting the education in person to me, I mean, I, I enjoy that more because then I feel like I can ask those questions in real time instead of having to write them down and come back and send an email or whatever it is. Or so I, I love it, but it, to each his own, uh, to each its own at the same time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's definitely, was, yeah, there's definitely ways that, you know, yeah. <laughs> No, there's all sorts of ways that we're all learning and um, I love it, but it was really great to have you with us today, Amy, and um, we just love having access to an educator like yourself to speak on preventative dental maintenance. So if you'd like to learn more about Centrix Dental or like to schedule some time with Amy, uh, make sure you visit CentrixDental.com and please subscribe to our podcast or comment below if you have any questions for us. Thank you. Thank you so much.